Are you familiar with doom scrolling? If you aren't, in a nutshell, it is the practice of searching for and scrolling through news that is sad, bad, or otherwise uh, depressing. Uh, You may even do it sometimes without even really knowing it. I know there have been times uh, during the pandemic where uh, friends and I have, you know, sent each other information about the pandemic and news in general, just kind of builds and builds and builds until we just collectively decide to, to stop. So you can doom scroll about any issue. And right now I know for a fact it's happening for a lot of friends of mine who have uh, friends in Ukraine, family in Ukraine, or friends of uh, people who have friends in Ukraine with some sort of connection to Ukraine, essentially. You see it all the time. And it goes without saying, doom scrolling, not um, the best practices, but I think we we all do it from time to time. Uh, very few things start with the word doom and end up uh, being good for you. Uh, Dr. Marcia Sirota is an author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist, joins us now to talk about this. I appreciate the time today. Thanks for having me, Devin. In general, what sort of issues could uh, doom scrolling create for people? Well, it can create what I call vicarious trauma because the brain is an interesting organ. It responds to images that are disturbing as though we were having actual real-life experiences. So the brain doesn't differentiate that much between being right there in the Ukraine in the middle of all the, the warfare and watching it on TV or online or reading about it. So we have to really protect our psyche because our brain doesn't know the difference between being there and, and seeing it. Are there different levels of doom scrolling? Like, say, like if we're talking about Ukraine, which is tragic and upsetting on multiple levels for for people in many different ways, as opposed to say, you know, a car crash, which is also bad, but you know, there's there's levels to this. for something like Ukraine specifically. What kind of problems could it cause? Well, there are definitely different levels of it, and you know, it depends on how obsessive the person is, and in, in you know, going down that rabbit hole of of negative news. But I think with with Ukraine, it's particularly distressing because we feel so helpless and out of control. You know, we have this very strange leader of a country who, for no clear reason, is invading a neighbor and and making extreme threats of nuclear annihilation. And, you know, it's a very, very frightening thing for everybody watching. And don't forget, we're all just coming out of two years of trauma with COVID. We're all quite fragile and vulnerable. We, we might not realize how fragile we are, but we've been through two very difficult, unprecedented years. So we're even more sensitive and vulnerable than in general. And now we're hearing all this very scary news and we feel very helpless and overwhelmed. So, you know, it's important to be informed, but too much negative information really becomes um, unhealthy for us to ingest. And I would imagine too, part of the problem is sometimes people may do it without even realizing it. Absolutely, because, you know, especially online, you know, if the news is on, we can, it, it, it finishes and then we close the TV. But if we're watching something online videos, then, you know, we, we have links to something else and then links to something else. And the nature of online media is that it's constantly linking us to the next thing. You know, it's the clickbait. So we can easily get caught up in going from one thing to the next to the next without realizing. And then suddenly three hours have passed and we're feeling, you know, extremely distressed. 
So how do we stay up to date without going too deep on things? Well, we first of all, we have to really look at where we're getting our news because the other thing about a lot of this doom scrolling is it's it's not accurate. We're, we're looking at news that's uh, sensationalistic, that's not real, that you know that doesn't have its facts checked, and it's very distressing. So we need to seek out reputable, reliable, and fact-based sources of our news, and we need to give ourselves a time limit. Okay, I'm going to spend you know the next ten minutes reading about what's going on just to keep informed, and then I'm going to go away. And we have to balance our taking in all this negative information with doing positive activities that are uplifting and relaxing so that we are protecting our emotional well-being. I think in general, people can identify when maybe they are stressed. Um, can we, are we as good maybe though at telling some of the warning signs that lead to that stress and maybe be better at identifying those and be, be a bit preventative in terms of the impacts of, of doom scrolling? Yeah, I think it has to do with everyone has different levels of emotional intelligence. You know, I'm working in the mental health field, so I'm pretty clear that when I start getting absent-minded, I know that I've gotten stressed out. So as soon as I start, you know, forgetting things and and leaving things uh, and dropping things, it's like, okay, I'm stressed, so I need to step away. So I think everybody can get in touch with what their signs are. Maybe it's drinking too much. Maybe it's eating too much. Maybe they're smoking more heavily. Everybody is, is, uh, has their own little warning signs. Some people might be you know, getting a little more irritable. So as long as we are able to tune in and really identify what specifically are our warning signs, then we can say, oops, okay, I've been you know, spending too much time looking at scary, upsetting stories on the news. I need to go for a walk or, you know, hang out with my partner, or play with the kids, or something nice that, that's just going to be uplifting as opposed to discouraging. Yeah, balance it with something that doesn't necessarily mean you have to feel guilty about not, uh, you know, spending 24-7, 365 on something that is very serious and important. you gotta, you got to balance everything. Yeah, because we have to live our lives, and even the people in Ukraine are still trying to live their lives, you know? Like, we... Because it's all about living our lives, right? The whole point of life is to live it. So we can't put our lives on hold, even when something terrible is happening. And when we're more able to live our lives, we're more able to make a contribution. The more we take care of our well-being, then the more empowered we are and the more, you know, motivated we are to offer whatever assistance we can. And the more inspired we are, it's very hard to have inspiration to do good things when we're overwhelmed with negativity and and bad news. So if we take care of our well-being, then we can contribute more, we can offer more, we can do more for those in need. So it's a win-win. Self-care, we should never feel guilty about because it makes us the best versions of ourselves and it makes us capable of doing more for everyone when we are taking care of ourselves. As always, uh, Dr. Sorota, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thanks again for having me, Devin. That's Dr. Marcia Sorota, author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist.